Welcome to B-Movies and books I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And today we have three of my favorite people in the world with us. I mean, I could <laughs> just let, leave the audience wondering who they are. Or uh, <laughs> we got uh, Adam Brinkley, Rain Hopper. And I, Ryan I, C. Thomas, I didn't mean to just step on all of y'all when y'all were talking. <laughs> and then he didn't even let Ryan say anything. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so this is the uh, Goosebumps Spectacular. Uh, the Spooky Month episode, at least. We may do one another one this year, and we also may not. <laughs> but, but um, yeah. Uh, so... If the audience is not familiar, I mean, Ryan, they should be familiar with you. This is your, what, sixth time on the podcast? Yeah, I'm past the five-timers club now, right? Yeah. yeah your jacket was in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it? I yeah. did. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've thought about just putting you behind us in the logo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, we're not in the logo. But yeah, uh, this is we can change that. <laughs> yeah, this is Rain and Adam's first uh, appearance on on here, and I'm very very happy to have y'all on for R.L. Stein. You know, my favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Jack Jack Black played him in the movie, so <laughs> yeah, that is it's kind of a big deal. Now, did you like the movies? I did not see the movie. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah, the movies, um, the movies were, they were movies. They weren't bad. I haven't seen the second I, one. They were fine. The second one. Was My six-year-old put on the first one today. In fact. Oh really? He loves. Uh, he's got the Slappy World book um, collection. Uh huh. So he's been reading those for school because he gets credit to read at night. So we've been reading all the Slappy World. Slappy Birthday was the one we were doing the other night. So <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. Now, now, uh, Adam Rain, was this y'all's first time to revisit Goosebumps as adults? First time revisiting. <laughs> Not impressed at all. <laughs> you could you could say I revisited it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the uh, did, in, some, in some capacity. Did either of you like read them when you were kids? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, they were totally had the, probably... a choose your own adventure with like the perp. There was like a purple goo yeah, in the fridge. Yeah, that was the blob that ate everyone. And I was like, thinking. right? Yeah, and I was like, it's jelly. <laughs> Like, you don't know what the purple goo in the fridge is. It's fake jelly. Yeah, I actually remember being like uh, so wimpish in terms of like horror movies that the stuff, which I love as an adult or even a teenager, but I saw that when I was like five years old. The stuff, and I was like, "Oh shit! Ice cream's gonna eat me in my sleep." <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's not right. Uh, but yeah, these books are terribly written. Um, like to, for for someone to have made like more money than you know God on these books, they're really really terribly written. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, but at least he's consistent. <laughs> That is you know true. what I mean? There's a consistent quality 
that you can expect when you're reading a, a Goosebumps book, you know? Yeah. Never strays. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> no. Well, uh, w- when we get into them, I will say, uh, mine had some some weird variations on the Steining, and it was it was it was weird. Oh man, I so, can't wait we'll to get, get into, into mine. All right, so the Steining <laughs> is where like. <clears throat> I, where a chapter will end and at the last part of the chapter it was like, you know, and a bloody knife went into her back and she was dying and then like the next chapter it's like, oh no wait, that was a twig falling from a tree, no, you know like, yeah. it, it just like totally <laughs> does that it's such a cheap effect, but it kind of works <laughs> yeah. well, I think it would it would work better if he didn't do it literally every chapter Oh, every chapter, yeah, yeah. But how would we know we're reading Arl Stein if he didn't do <laughs> yeah. it every chapter? How how would we know we're at the end of a chapter, you know, <laughs> if if we didn't get steined? Yeah. But it helps if you've only been reading for three or four years, too. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Not you to be a trick yet. <laughs> That's why I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> Just learned. It's a whole new world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he truly was a. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably not versed enough to know, but I don't know if other authors did that. To that extent, before him, like for kids' books, for or kids in books general, or just in general, I think it's 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 kind of reminds me of like um, when things would get serialized in magazines, mm-hmm. you know, like old pulp fiction stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because um, I've read some of that, like some of Lovecraft serialized things or uh, the Edgar Rice Burroughs stuff that used to be in um, science magazines, and they kind of do it. Like, it's not as bad, but they definitely end, like, chapters on ha- cliffhangers. I mean, the old Batman 66 TV show did it every mm-hmm. week. Oh, yeah, uh, every yeah. Ev- every commercial break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But did they, yeah. did they come back with all of it amped back down? Or did it just cliffhanger <laughs> it? Like, did Batman be like, oh, shit, it's the Riddler. Oh, no, wait, that's a door. I, I, think, <laughs> I think Batman had to... Yeah, Batman had to work a bit more to get out of his steining, whereas Stein was just like, and it was just a napkin. Let's move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil just one part of this. All right, so the book that I read, Night of the Living Dummy, it's only the seventh Goosebumps, and although I caught it on Audible, or I'm sorry, YouTube, where I could listen <laughs> for free, um, <laughs> although I caught it that way. I didn't hear one single steining. Hmm. He didn't do it one time. And I was like, dude, the fuck did I just listen to? Like that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> what I I really, really wanted the, you know and the one he's done multiple times where it's like, and mom came in with a knife and then to cut the birthday cake. You know? <laughs> like, I wanted that, but I got none of it. Also, yeah, whatever. Not not a big okay. deal. This wasn't so. this wasn't my soapbox. This isn't my heel to die on. <laughs> just, yeah. So so the way these episodes work, as opposed to the normal episodes where we you know watch and read the same things, is we each picked a Goosebumps book, and then watched the same episode of the TV show. Right. So we will be kind of like talking about. Uh, our own personal books and kind of, you know, going through them like that. So it's a little different than normal, but it should be fun. And um, 
No sweat if y'all didn't read a book. Not a problem. It will not be the first or last time. We invite people not because they read books. We invite people we like. So, But, I mean, if you don't read the book or watch it, then it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> one or the other and and everything's golden so anyway but yeah um yeah and also normally we like cover news like movie news and all that kind of shit but you know this is a pretty packed out episode anyway um and so we're not doing that this time yeah, this is pure Steiny. <laughs> also, this also like these episodes work to just call our audience every year. Like people yeah. are with us, with us, with us. Spooky week or spooky month, which is what we call these episodes, uh, comes and then like it drops off. So we just, thank you for participation. <laughs> yeah, like and not like for listeners, not, not just like by a small amount. I'd say next episode, fifty percent of last episode will come back, <laughs> and then we work back up. It's really yeah. a really it, dumb it marketing uh, plan that we got it's going. What it on. is? It's it, what it makes sure it keeps us humble. You know, it makes sure that we don't get like too many <laughs> listeners to where we get it in our head about it. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's what. So, it is. <laughs> so who wants to go first? All right, <laughs> I go first. All right. Mine was Night of the Living Dummy. And honestly, I'm going to have a lot more to say about the episode that we watched than the book. But this book, Sorry. basically, there's two girls, and I don't know their name, their age, or their names for that matter. <laughs> one of them's name is Chris. <laughs> the other one, I forgot. It was like a longer name. I Like Jacinda or something. Let me see. Knight of the Living Dummy. Doesn't really matter. Uh, look up the, the, the they're, twins, they're twin sisters. And they hate each other. All right. This is this uh, book was weird because it was the best written R.L. Stein book I've ever read. Like in terms of like writing, not bad at all. Very verbose and like not just like um not like I don't know uh just not just a very uh, low level uh. Uh, vocabulary or anything like that very verbose now and again didn't have any steinings not one single steining never got steined once kind of bumped um but but uh the the uh <laughs> um wait hold on real quick what's going on <laughs> So I was going to beer. Oh, oh, no worries. Okay. I thought you were in a store. <laughs> I was like... Wait. Oh, no. I'm at my truck. <laughs> oh, no worries. Uh, but, yeah. So how do I... Uh, my bad. There's a mic. How do I do that? Uh, yeah, you can click the mic to mute it. Like... But... But no worries if not... Uh, not the end of the world. All right. All right. So anyway, this, this, uh, yeah. So it's these two girls, they're in competition with each other and they're really shitheads to each other. Like absolute <laughs> shitheads. They're like, uh, so one of them gets slappy. They're, they go around like, like urban exploring, you know, like through abandoned places and find slappy. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh shit, this is the first appearance of slappy. The famous goosebumps you know ventriloquist dummy doll right in this episode slappy is not magical at all doesn't do anything but
But guess what? There is a char- another character. So the the other girl, uh, Chris, is jealous of her sister that got slappy. This this ventriloquist dummy. Jealous of a ventriloquist dummy. Yes. Yeah, because they compete about everything, and she's like, "Now I need a ventriloquist dummy." And the Did dad's they compete about ventriloquism before this. No. No. And the parents are like, y'all are ridiculous. Like, what, what, the, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all are, y'all are like, mad about ventriloquist dummies? And uh, she's, <laughs> so, so the dad's like, we don't have money for that. Like, we're trying to eat. We don't have $100 <laughs> for you to get a fucking ventriloquist dummy because your sister found one. Right? And so then the next chapter, the dad comes home with a ventriloquist dummy because he got a good deal at a pawn shop. And the, the name of hers is Mr. Wood. Okay, and Mr. Wood is basically who we think of as Slappy. Like, he's a magical shithead uh, ventriloquist, like ventriloquist dummy. Mr. Wood is, not Slappy. Then, then, then why is it Slappy later? I don't know. I don't know. Cause not Did once. he, like, kill the other dummy and assume his identity? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, and the stakes are so low in this, like the lowest stakes. Like, so she goes to like the school talent show and is like, Hey, I got this ventriloquist dummy. You know, I'm doing a thing and my sister's also doing a thing. But then the dummy's like, looks at this uh, one of the teachers and he's like, man, you're so fat. You got a million chins. Ah, you know, like he's just being like a real shithead to this teacher. And the teacher's like, that's not nice. So he's and, Don Rickle. Yeah, basically. <laughs> the teacher's like, that's not nice. And he's like, yeah, I'm not nice. And like real shitty to this lady. And then he throws up all over everyone in the first few aisles. And it's like, he, he throws up green slime. And so the girl's like, I'm in big trouble. Right, and the teacher's like, "You called me fat in front of the whole school. I, I'm gonna kick you out, you know." And so then, uh, from that point, they get home with the doll, and the doll's like, "I'm gonna make you both my slaves, and I'll kill your family." I'm not shitting you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa, that's kind of pushing it for a for a Goosebumps book, right?" And he's like, "I'm gonna make you both my slaves. That's why I found you, and I'm gonna kill your family if you don't agree to it." And they're like, "Well, fuck you." You know, like, and so then they end up like literally that's like probably 20 pages from the end. But then within 10 pages, it's okay because they threw him under a steamroller. And then the steamroller guy operator is like, I just ran over a child and he's flipping out crying. And they're they're like, they're like, no, 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 it's all good. It was a ventriloquist dummy. And he's like, are you sure? I think it's a child. It was moving. And they're like, swear to God, like. No big deal. And he's like pulling him out of the ground to make sure because he thinks these two little girls lied to him about about him murdering a child. Yeah, murdering a child. And then so he he ends up uh he ends up like uh or no, and then they're like, oh, so everything's good. And they get back to their room and he's there and he's like, Y'all are still gonna be my slaves. And that's where it ends. But again, <laughs> again, Mr. Wood, not Slappy. Slappy didn't was not magical. I missed a lot of shit in there, but none of it mattered. <laughs> <laughs> so, all in all, I'm going to give it a, a two out of five because it was the best written thing that I've ever seen as far as the Goosebumps goes. But, uh, you know, it still was a terrible 
thing with very low stakes, much more severe than I would have thought in an old Goosebumps book between the just reaming that lady for being fat and uh, the, uh, the you know, just absolute, uh, like, you're going to be my slaves. Like, that's a little much for Goosebumps. A slavery angle for a Goosebumps <laughs> book. Like yeah. Don Rickett. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, fun, funny enough that you bring up the origin story of Slappy, because the book that I was reading to my son the other night, uh, Slappy Birthday, the dad in that story is building Slappy. Oh, really? And, and it's a newer book. It's from a few years ago after the movies came out. So they retconned. Has it been retconned? Yeah, it's like a retcon. Huh. huh. So, so I didn't know that the story you just recounted even existed. I I thought it was a reprint, but I guess it's a retcon. I, I think huh. so, yeah. Because in this one, Slappy did absolute fucking nothing. <laughs> like, he just was a normal ventriloquist dummy. Because there was, there was a couple of Night of the Living Dummies, right? There was like yeah, there were three. There were three United yeah. Living Dummies. And they, they were all slappy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but I think maybe instead... What I'm thinking is I think maybe that dummy, Mr. Wood or whatever, dies and Slappy becomes his slave or some shit. I bet, I bet R.L. Stein never addresses it. And he just likes the name Slappy better. That and is goes true. forward like that. Dude, but Mr. Wood goes kind of hard. Right? <laughs> 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 Mr. Wood. Yeah, that's like the shittiest name I've ever heard for a dummy. Oh, <laughs> but man. all right, well that's that's the end of mine. <laughs> Too spooky. <laughs> <laughs> who, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go, I guess. If no one, no. yeah. So I did. Uh, wait, I gotta pull up. My, I made notes. This is oh, how. I did, uh, this is how intense this book was. I, I may um, have fallen asleep in the middle of listening to mine, so no time for notes. I, I kind of feel like I just want to read my notes because it would be more entertaining than the book. <laughs> like my first note says, "His black dog is named Whitey." That's, that's, that's the whole note. Um, <laughs> Wait, that was your note. <laughs> that was my note. Nice. I must have found it amusing at the time. Uh, yeah, so let's get invisible. Is uh, so did Stein? Do you guys? Did you have your research, Stein? Did he have a sibling? Uh, I don't know because all of his books do. Hold on, right, I can find of- that out. I have his biography over here. You want me to look that up? <laughs> yeah, pull that shit up. Let's do it. <laughs> like, hold on, you like hold on. Is he well, about to pull out? An I thought he was going to Google it. Does he have a book? <laughs> hold, hold on. <laughs> He does. I thought he had like Wikipedia open. Yeah, I thought he had it open. Yeah, I thought he was gonna Google it. Mama. What's up, sweetie? We need mama. We lost mama? No. We need your mama. Mommy needs me? Yes. Alright, Brian, you're up. I'm in Superman mode here. (laughs) We all thought you were just looking up Wikipedia. Oh shit. Hey, check this out. His actual dog as a child was named Whitey. Oh. <laughs> All, right. All right. I thought he was, was getting like weirdly like socio-political for some reason. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, check this out. He was a communist. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no I, I, don't, I don't know. All right. All right. I, I, I assume he must have had siblings because every... 
every story. Either that story. or he didn't and always wanted him. But, but the thing is, like, if he had a sibling, I don't think they had the best relationship because, like, all of the yeah. siblings in Goosebumps are, like, shitty older or littler siblings. Yeah, they hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, is this all just a cry for help? <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a sibling that died? Ooh. Did he kill it? <laughs> he had three. He had three. Uh, there were three kids. Him, Bill, and his sister, Pam, who came along. All right. So he did. So that's why he can write about both a brother it, and a sister. Yeah. Is it? Is it one no. older, one's one younger? Uh, and they both died. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> they both died. They both died. It's like a... Connor Ober's situation. <laughs> did uh, did Connor Ober's siblings too. die? A tragic bathtub accident. Yeah. Oh, wow, that sucked. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that does suck. Um, I, at first, I thought you said tragic bathtub situations, meaning... Like, like it happened more than once. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. At that point, I think Connor Ober's maybe a serial drowner. <laughs> but yeah, that's anyway. Dog named Whitey. <laughs> yeah, he had, oh, right. apparently he had a dog named Whitey. All right, go back. So, dog named Whitey. This kid Max and his younger brother Lefty, as all younger brothers are named in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Max's birthday, and uh, oh, so Lefty is named Lefty because he always he's left-handed. So they they nicknamed him Lefty, and he's always tossing this. Ball. Who was the who was the guy? You guys are movie guys. Who was the character from the forties that used to flip the coin? George Raft. Who was the actor? You know what I'm talking about. So oh, he's like, always like, like like the gangster movies and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that George Raft? I'm trying to remember the actor. I have but, no clue. So, so that's Lefty. He, I, I'm sure he like modeled this after that character <laughs> actor who was always flipping the. So Lefty's always you know references kids would get. Yeah, <laughs> I'm old. Shut up. Anyway, um, so it's his birthday, and uh, um, long story short, his friends come over. His brother's there. He's annoying, obviously. Young lefty is super annoying. By the way, his best friend shows up wearing a, a Red Sox hat, and this is a thing throughout the book. And I think I have a lawsuit. Secondly, um, at some point in the birthday party, they decide they're going to go up to the attic as 12 year olds do and uh, oh well wait wait first they watch terminator like he threw in like a legit like we're gonna watch terminator which really kinda, yeah they watched terminator i thought it was kind of cool they watched terminator and uh so, so then they go up into the attic because they're bored and they find a mirror and they discover that if they there's a light over the mirror and they discover that if they if they pull the light whoever pulls the light disappears and uh, which was weird to me because I was like, why didn't you just make it a lamp? What, what does the mirror <laughs> really have to do with anything? <laughs> so, so if you pull the, the cord on the lamp that's attached to the mirror, you go invisible. Um, and then so Max goes invisible or something like that. And all of his friends are like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And then he, he, uh, he comes back and they're like, let's leave. So that was that day. Um, and then it's like just days pass. He doesn't care. He goes to school. I, I would, I would have been like, "Fucking, I'm going up to that mirror again, right?" 
And we're yeah. going to yeah. do some crazy shit. But he does, this this kid, Max, doesn't care. Uh, his friends come back. This story is like every chapter is basically the same, where it's like the friends come over, they pull the cord, somebody goes inver- invisible, they go, oh, shit, where did he go? What are we going to do? And then he comes back. Like 17 chapters in a row. That's basically what happened. <laughs> Ran out uh, until they, yeah, they they decide to start making it into a, a game where they see who can uh, last the longest invisible. Because the more you're invisible, the more you kind of get dizzy and feel weird. So chapter after chapter, these kids come back. They're like, I have 10 seconds. I have 20 seconds. I have 30 seconds. Um, lots of steining. Lots of like, uh, where did he go? He's gone forever. Oh no, he's back! Like <laughs> he just applied that to like eleven chapters in a row. Like it was the easiest signing for him ever. Uh, and then at some point, the kids dis- discover that like, well, we can go play tricks on adults. So they go down to the dinner table. They're making things move. They go around the neighborhood. They make things move. Parent, uh, you know, the adults are, are are freaking out. But then they discover at a certain point that if they stay invisible for too long maybe possibly it might be fatal what? so then and this is where it gets dark because i always think that sign actually has like a really dark side to these books they they basically decide to play like mirror russian roulette like <laughs> who can stay in the longest without dying so then it becomes this weird so like, it's like flatliners <laughs> Yeah, I have that in my note. Actually. I'm not kidding. I wrote this is flatliners with a mirror. I wrote that in my notes. <laughs> yeah, they start trying to see who can who can do it the longest, uh, and they all try. Here it is, right here. This is a flatline. Yeah. Um, so they start trying to see who can do it the long. Oh, and the dog keeps disappearing too. But the dog actually isn't getting uh, turned invisible by the mirror. He's just a dog, and he fucks off and goes somewhere. And then comes back. And they're like, left, he's invisible forever. Oh, no, he's behind the box eating a bone. Um, so this, yeah, it just goes on like this for a long time uh, until finally one of the kids, one of the friends, the, the, the Red Sox hat kid friend, disappears for so long that when he comes back, his hair is flipped to the other side. Oh, right? nice. S- so, oh, something's going on. Now we're getting... We're getting he went to an alternate universe where there's hairstylists. Went to the alternate universe. Exactly. <laughs> so the main, the main character, Max, finally decided... And this kid has, like... A, he's done it for, like, a minute. He's got the record. He's, he's the best kid, right? So uh, the, the, main, the main kid, uh, Max, decides, well, I got to beat this record. And he goes into the mirror, at which point he's pushing the, the minute or... 38 seconds whatever it is and he realizes oh if i stay in here for too long i get trapped and my reflection comes out and takes my place in the real world oh shit um way to up the stakes that's why after what appears to be 18 chapters of nothing (laughs) yeah yeah it's the same chapter the same chapter chapter after chapter and uh so finally he meets his reflection within the mirror and the reflection's like, hey, dude, I'm taking your place. Nothing you can do about it. Too bad. Sit down. Have a drink. I'm out. And uh, 
so right before the the reflection can go into the real world and take his place, Lefty shows up, as he does, because he's always flipping his ball in the air like a gangster. Right. I, and uh, goes, think flash. I'm and, sorry. and throws it at the mirror. No, go ahead. No, I, I got Lefty and the dog confused. <laughs> I got Lefty <laughs> and Whitey confused. I wasn't sure. <laughs> lefty and Whitey. Right? I thought. <sighs> yeah, Whitey's the dog. Lefty's the kid that flips coins like an old gangster. Right. This is just a gangster family. Mm. Uh, so Lefty goes, think fast, throws the ball at the mirror because he can't tell reality from a mirror, apparently. And <laughs> think fast, I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. Smashes the mirror, and uh, that saved our protagonist from uh, getting replaced by his own reflection. Plot in typical. Plot twist. I remember this one from when I was a kid. I remember. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I always bring it up. The episode? This is actually the ending that inspired us to do Spooky Months in general. Yeah. Oh, nice. This is like, because whenever I was talking to you and I said, I love this one, this is like one of the ones I really liked when I was a kid. Yeah, Brian I liked, liked the, the one where there was 18 chapters of nothing. The ending is good, though. All right. All right. Hit us with that ending, I- dude. Have, having having done this with you guys numerous years now, um, I would say this is, this, despite a hundred pages of the same thing, the overall story was one of the better ones. Um, so yeah, when when they break the mirror and the protagonist Max comes out and he's like, oh, everything's back to normal, and then he goes out into the yard the next day to play catch with his brother. It ends with his brother is now throwing right handed. Boom. Yeah. So, He's not so lefty. Yeah, lefty was throw with his right hand. Now yeah. his and seven-year-old me got shit. like you know chills. You got goosebumps. Yeah, I got goosebumps. <laughs> oh, literally got goosebumps. <laughs> I just immediately shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I mean, also not great. Yeah, that one and stay out of the basement. Are like the ones that I remembered a lot from whenever I was a kid. Which one was the one that you? <laughs> There's the ones you read. I actually had a problem, and I just always was reading a goosebump to justify shitting my pants. You know how it goes. You haven't really read a goosebumps book to you shit your pants. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's fantastic. I don't know, you, you gotta, you gotta love the goosebumps that end with a twist that, like, you know, completely changes everything. Like, there's been a couple where one of the characters have straight up died. Yeah, you know, I mean, spoilers for I mean, our TV episode. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Gen- genuinely, it's pretty good. Like, being told the story and not reading what I presume is terrible writing. It's like kind of. <laughs> Kind of a cool. It could make a good movie or something. Yeah, it's it definitely saves time. There's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of them do really well being cut down into a 22 minute episode of TV for sure. You know, yeah. because you don't have the like, you know, 17 chapters of them doing the same thing over and over again, um, or the the fake like you know, fake outs and stuff like that, that every one of these books has. But I don't know. 
So what would you give it, Ryan? Out of five. Oh, you know, this. it's weird because I wish it didn't slog so much in the middle and I wish it wasn't so repetitive. So I'm going to give it like a, can I go half stars? Can I go 3.5? Three and a yeah. half. That's oh, that's I'll, high praise. Uh, I'll go three and a half. Nice. Wow. That's actually a decent score, or actually what, a what, score what is, for a goosebump. What's the hi, what's the highest? A uh, hundred. No, it's forty eight monkeys. Still, it's, even so, it's a five. <laughs> but on this podcast, for some reason, we decided early on we were going to be. Like assholes about it, <laughs> like almost nothing has gotten a five. Like, well, but what has gotten a five? Which, um, there was we actually had one recently, didn't we? You gave host a five on Shutter. Host, did I give a five or four and a half? I gave a four and a half. You gave a five. I gave it a five. That's right. But goose, but goosebump books. Oh, oh no, no nothing. Like no. the highest anyone no, has ever got struck like out. Four. No. In fact, sure. I think that three and a half Ryan just gave him yeah, was the three highest we've ever given. Yeah. I, don't know, I remember uh, I live in your basement. Oh, the yeah. I did. I gave a really high score too because it got like cerebral. It was that weird. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that's intense. Brian, yeah. <laughs> Brian was mind fucked by <laughs> Goosebumps. It was weird. Carl but... Stein, man. <laughs> okay. Well, Jack Adam Black doesn't go... just play anybody, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's just R.L. Stein and the pilot from Waterworld. Those are his two best roles. <laughs> um, did you want to go or do you want me to go? I'll go. All right. Go um, I'm going to say I'm jealous of all you guys because mine was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I read Phantom of the Auditorium today at the bar uh, watching football, and I'm probably the only person that's ever done that. Abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I watched the episode tonight, and it was equally terrible. But I love the rundown is this girl named Brooke is she tries out for play her friend Zeke. Gets the uh, the role of Phantom of the Auditorium. It's clearly a Phantom of the Opera ripoff, mm-hmm. um, but they change a little bit enough to not get sued, I guess. <laughs> and uh, <sighs> can you still get sued for ripping off Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> it's like public domain. Right I mean, now? <laughs> I guess there's iterations of it, right? Andrew Lloyd Webber's not that old. I mean, well, no, but he didn't start it though. No, like, no, not at all. I mean. Didn't Brian De Palma make that like? Oh, uh, Phantom of the Paradise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was tight. Yeah, that was actually and, cool. Uh, and then similarly, there was Kiss versus the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> Anybody remember that movie? I do remember that. Yeah. Look that one up. Is it on par with Brian De Palma? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I try to forget that Kiss exists. It's basically Hot Kiss, but Kiss riding on roller coasters. Fighting putties from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is pretty much the whole movie. I swear to you, dude. One time, me and you threw that tape on at your house, and your mom was like, "Y'all can't watch it. It's too. It's too bad." So I literally grew up thinking that Kiss versus Phantom of the Paradise or Phantom of the Park was like an NC seventeen type 
movie. No, knowing my, mom, <laughs> knowing my mom, she probably said it was too bad because it was terrible. Yeah, well, that's not how I took it. I was like, dang, dang, we She'd were about to watch a kiss porn. Like, you know, <laughs> do a favor. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. It did seem weird, like, because we both grew up in similar households where, as far as movies go, anything went at any age almost. Yeah. Not like at any age. I wasn't like three watching fucked up stuff, but like Hard I was like, <laughs> you know, but like there was no like censorship in either house, but that always hit me the weirdest way. Like, why aren't we allowed to watch it? It was probably because it was terrible. I'll, that or I assume that like you developing your taste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that or I assume that maybe that was like, uh, uh, something that they recorded late at night, but just labeled "Kiss versus." Oh no, that was like a legit <laughs> somebody bought. Like it was a purchased copy. I a hundred percent watch Power Rangers, except their Kiss. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> what, that movie what, are, what are you insinuating awesome. on the tape? Are you saying it's labeled? Do I? Are you saying it was like falsely labeled? Or are you saying yeah, yeah, like, yeah? Yeah, Parents like, y'all stay away from that. <laughs> Kiss is too racy. But really, it was like... They you know, taped over the middle of it because it was like, no one's going to watch this. <laughs> yeah. There's secret so, sex tape. All right, great story. Great story. So, so we were kids, probably middle school, like sixth or seventh grade, and something was on at Rain's place, and we were going to tape <laughs> on television. <laughs> so, so we were like, all right, let's put this tape into the VCR and see if we should record over it. We, we press play, and then we start watching it, and then we realize it's his. It's. <laughs> Keep in it mind, is, this, this isn't a private conversation. Little sister being born. Oh, <laughs> shit. It was definitely mother. It was a birthing in, video in, in the birthing room. Yeah. So, so did, did you watch it? No, no. We did not record over it. There was like a kind of a a light glare. (laughs) So like you could just tell kind of it was like, you know, a terrible VHS video camera quality. And I ran as fast as I could to the v- to the VCR. Yelling. <laughs> hey, was- I got a question. I was trying to remember the other day. Did we? Did I ever force y'all to watch Little Marines? Yes. Thank you <laughs> right, for yes. that. Okay. I, I assumed that I did, but I was like, man, if changed. I didn't, that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> oh, what was it? Do you still have Little Marines. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Little Marines. How can I get a copy <laughs> and, of this? Oh, it's so much worse than you remember. We <laughs> reviewed it on here once. Oh. Ryan, have you ever seen Little Marines? I have not. It's the most patriotic Dude. movie you've ever seen. Probably. <laughs> There's is it a live action film or is it a? Oh, it's live action, all right. It's yeah, <laughs> it's live action. It's got some of the worst acting ever. It has no plot. Oh shit! Yeah, I remember that. I just googled it. Holy it, fuck! Yeah, it has. <laughs> it has saying. more than one montage of riding bikes into a lake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if, if you ever get the chance, dude, you 
you've got to watch it. It's oh, I'll totally. I love it. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube somewhere. It's so bad, but I, I know that everyone. Name, but I don't. Everyone that I hung out with, especially at that at that point in my life, I made watch it. So I was like, <laughs> I, I know that fucking Rain and Adam and John. They had to have gotten like <laughs> y'all had to have gotten like, dude. Oh, yeah. We gotta watch this. <laughs> I I remember it very well. Being Sorry. Like, oh no, there's a yeah a yeah. snake, and you think it's gonna be a thing, and they're like, oh, we'll just walk around it. <laughs> and that's like that's like the worst. Uh, like that's as bad as it gets for them. Like, yeah. like oh, there's this thing. Well, we'll just not do that. Dude. And then Ryan, there's no conflict. No, it's nothing that good. Yeah, there's a point where they meet a guy out in the woods, and <laughs> and, <laughs> and you think maybe like things are gonna get like dicey for these kids because it's uh, we didn't mention that it's like. Literally, oh, like, it's little kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's like eight or no, probably twelve year old kids, and then like a fourteen year old kid who's like the badass. And then yeah. they meet a guy out in the woods, and the guy's like, "They're like, what are you doing living in the woods?" And he's like, "You kids stay out of here. I'm a grizzled old man, you know, basically." And then they're like, "He's like, I just stay out in these woods because, you know, my wife died." And then the kids like. Well, I understand that. My dad died before I was born. And he's like, you're right. I should go on and get on with my life. <laughs> There's an alternate version. That's like everything was left on the cutting room floor. And yeah. there's, like, actually this really, like, fucking insane story about this this man and everything they go through. And yeah, he's, like, the, the villain. The editor was just, like, yeah, yeah. And the editor's, like, oh, I don't know, guys. This isn't working. You know what would be better? It's like, we got to get this movie down to a tight hour and ten minutes. Because that's, like, how long it is. It's, yeah. it's like, we'll, it's we'll just short, put the right? good Stuff you in get there. some sweet dirt dirt bike <laughs> shots. <laughs> there was lots of dirt bike shots, or not even dirt bike. It was just bikes. Well, no, yeah. no. The bad guy had a dirt bike. The bad guy, <laughs> oh, meaning God. the man who waved his fist at them for a second, and that was it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Ryan, dude, you've got to you see gotta this watch movie. It. It's so like I've. It's the room levels of bad, but no one's heard of it. No one gives a shit about it. It's actually. Well, I need some. I need some life coaching, so I'm going to check it out. <laughs> it's actually less watchable than The Room. For sure. I think it is, too. <laughs> I've seen it I way more than that. I think it's worse than The Room. I haven't... I, I, never, I never remember it when I'm thinking about the worst things ever made, and it's easily the worst. Yeah. Was that, it, like, legitimately exists and people know about it. Yeah, it's really bad. Was it in theaters? Because oh. I've heard the I've heard the title. Was it ever in theaters or no? No, there I was a part so. two though, with totally different. Cast. <laughs> There's a part two. Yeah, <laughs> I own it on VHS. It's it's not. Is it as good it, as the first one? It's, it's not as watchable. It's like a it's better made movie. <laughs> it's a better made movie, but it's not as watchable. Like, dude, the, I, the first one has a point where they set up camp. And they literally, like, this is for a one-night camp. They down, like, fucking ten trees, right? To set up their camp. 
<laughs> but not only is it like uh, they set up this like nice little teepee and everything, and then like one of the trees they just like like replant in the dirt, and it's a flagpole for them to run the flag up. And one of the kids salutes it and cries. <laughs> it's it's very very much like. I mean, it's kind of... I'm not going to say that it's Republican propaganda, but it's pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty pretty crazy. But, yeah, I highly recommend that movie to anyone that'll listen. That and the Buttercream Gang. But I didn't mean to sideline everything. The what gang? You cut out for a second. Oh, Rain, your your mic's down. Oops. Oh, no worries. I had the Buttercream Gang. Oh, you do? Buttercream? I did. Yeah, buttercream. Buttercream gang. Yeah, the Buttercream gang. Buttercream gang. They were part of, like, this Christian segment of films for kids that, like, that one was about gang violence, but you could also no join. Baths. Yeah, the other one was No More Baths, where the kids in town take a bath strike. And yeah. yeah, I own them both. That's my kids every <laughs> I've been taking a bath strike. <laughs> I'll find it's my cause working. later, though. It's not working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to Panama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. To, back sorry, to, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the... I thought you were segueing for a second. Yeah, yeah. No, I was trying to get back to back to. <laughs> Yeah, but if we're if we're for real, like the interesting shit here is not this book. <laughs> <laughs> I hope like in the middle. I think this was number twenty four. Hoping that he would like be in stride. No, the, the later ones are worse. Yeah, like yeah. He, he phones it in. Like if you can phone in goosebumps, like that's what. It, <laughs> <laughs> My first note was, is he a good writer? Is the punctuation in what I read actually what he put there? <laughs> <laughs> I, These are things I wasn't sure if somebody just transcribed it. But, uh, okay, so the story is she gets the lead in this play. Uh, her crazy friend Zeke um, is the, the, the male lead, the Phantom. Uh, there's a bitchy girl named Tina. Um, and there's a story about how the place was haunted. Um, so they, they're starting production on the play. They're rehearsing and shit. Uh, the teacher falls through a trap door one day. That's upstining <laughs> apparently. Uh, and then they're like, oh shit, she disappeared. And then they're like, all right, next chapter starts. Oh, we press the button and the stage comes back up. Um, <laughs> So they sneak in after hours. Uh, they go down the hole and nothing happens. They come back up and then the, the platform stops five feet, five feet from the top. And they freak out. That was probably another steining. Next chapter start. <laughs> they climb out of the thing. How See, deep was it? It, it, was, it was a trap door that was like but I mean, like, how, how deep is it under the stage? Well, the way they talk about it, they said at one point, we're even below the basement, which what? was a huge flaw whenever you watch the episode, because it, 
lowers oh, you- onto a stair set. But if it lowers onto like a piece of concrete, you can't even go any lower than whatever. Yeah. So, and also the spooky area just looked like a basement. There was still electricity down there. So it wasn't <laughs> weird at all. But either way, they they go back up. The thing stops working. Gets creepy. Uh, one of them boosts the other one up. Zeke disappears for a second. Shit gets scary. And then the, the girl, Brooke, starts trying to climb out. And then some weirdo named uh, Emil, I think, uh, who's like the 50 or 60-year-old night janitor, is like, you guys should be down there safe not safe. So they freak out. He comes back in. They get out of there. And then they find out the next day, oh, there is no night janitor. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, so, a fan, he's a phantom, huh? <laughs> well, more on that later. So, <laughs> apparently some weird stuff happens the next practice. Uh, somebody dressed as the phantom swoops in uh, in full costume, interrupts the rehearsal, and then a door falls from the ceiling and it says, stay away from my home sweet home. Oh, um, shit. And then everybody's scared of that. And then Zeke comes in, and everybody's like, Zeke, why'd you do that? You shouldn't have done that. And he's like, it wasn't me. I was at the dentist office. Here's my note. And then Zeke gets suspended and grounded. Um, so someone's living in the basement. Was there another story about this? Yeah, Maybe. Brian was just talking about yeah, one. From the basement. There, well, there's several stories about people in basements <laughs> in R.L. Stein. So, so the next thing that happens is they go over to Zeke's house. His parents are at the movies. He's supposed to be grounded. They bring back into the school. Uh, they go down there, and they find the dude living in the basement. And he's like, I'm not a ghost. I'm just a homeless person that's been here for six months. And I think that was at like page 60, 60 of 70. <laughs> and after that, um, they go perform at the play. Zeke's no longer grounded. Um, somebody swoops in during their performance of uh, Phantom of the Auditorium or whatever. And... He starts reading off script. Everything works apparently. And uh, I'm I'm botching this, but there's it's nothing really important. Uh, They're like, this This guy's going off script. What is he doing? He's saying lines that aren't in the script. And it's great though. Everybody loves it. Play ends. They're like, oh shit. That was just that weird dude that worked on all the scenes. <laughs> now he's gone. He must have been a ghost. And that's it. So why'd you sh- why'd you shit your pants? At the end of this one, if it was so bad. So it was like it was just like a washed up actor that lived in the basement. Is that what it probably was? A phantom. Do what? But I mean, that's why he was so good at it because it's like you know. He's an out-of-work actor. Carl Stein wants you to imagine who this, uh, <laughs> you know? you got to create the backstory. you got to create the like plot, the character. Give it the, 
to give it to that. Boss was mentioning that Brian was the guy Brian was worked in at some point. And you're like, why is he there? He's just accompanying them, accompanying them on these little adventures. But he turned out to be the Phantom the whole time. But he appears uh, at the beginning of the second act. But yeah, sorry. So is he a real Phantom or like? Just I'm a assuming dude. So. Just, just a dude. Huh? Is that Goosebumps? Does Goosebumps do that? I thought it was all supernatural shit. No, no, no. sometimes it's nothing. Well, he was a Scooby Doo shit. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I love Scooby Doo about a thousand times more than I love Goosebumps. Mm. Like, especially, I don't know if y'all ever watched Scooby Doo Mysteries Incorporated. So fucking good. I love to plug that whenever oh, I can. Is that the new? Is that the new thing? It came out like, I don't know, 2013, only ran for two Uh-oh. seasons, but instead of old Scooby-Doo's, almost all of these are supernatural. Like, there was no, like, oh. pulling a thing off, and, like, Did it was Did you watch like, the Scoob movie that just came out? Uh, the movie? The no. Scoob Oh, Scoob, movie. yes, yeah, my five-year-old loved it, yes. sort of, yeah. but, man, I like didn't it. like it. Did you watch it? Uh, I got bored halfway through. My kids watched it, though. We we did the thing, you know, renting it was twenty bucks, buying it was twenty five. So I spent twenty five dollars on it and I'm not happy still. And that was like in May. I'm like It's only twenty five. Yeah. 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 It was like I blew twenty five bucks on that. But whatever. I don't know. I was a great kid. And do what? (laughs) Yeah. So but yeah, I did not like it. But there's a new Scooby Doo Halloween movie. But I keep trying to like uh, watch, uh, what is it? Scooby Doo Return to or Zombie Island? Have you ever seen that one? That's crazy. Like it's, it's actually a legit uh, good Scooby Doo movie. Is that the James James Gunn one? No, that was just like the the movies movies. These were cartoon <laughs> movies. Yeah, he wrote it. He didn't direct oh, it. Awesome. Oh, you wrote the the first one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he didn't do maybe the second, the second one. one. I don't know. I don't know. I know he did the first. I didn't see it. Oh really? They're fun. I didn't see the second one. Huh. I saw the first one, but I was actually disappointed that there was because Scooby Doo was always like the original cartoons was always some jack off in a mask, mm-hmm. and like you're like, oh, we solved the mystery, but that one was like there actually was like some kind of mystical shit going on. Yeah, the second one. Like, if I'm remembering right, the second one has Sugar Ray in it. Oh shit! <laughs> so I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the first one, and we all forgot. <laughs> but, oh. but, but yeah. I think that was the first one. Oh, I, I remember taking my nephew to that whenever I was a kid. Oh, okay. MXPX did uh, redid the song for it oh, for okay. the soundtrack. Huh? MXPX. Yeah, huh. It, they covered. The Scooby Doo song, intro song. I, I don't know if it's in the movie, but they did it. I just remember there's a track for it. For there, there's Am one. I misremembering this? There's, a, I don't know. There's one iteration where Simple Plan does the theme song. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I I'm getting that mixed up, but maybe I am. No, I think I I, I know you're right that I've heard Scooby Doo by MXPX. But well, there was that that album that was Saturday morning uh, cartoon. cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had oh, a, really? Yeah, it was a whole bunch of them. Like uh, Sublime did the Hong Kong Fooey 
Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, um... There was a whole bunch Everclear of... Everclear was on it, but I forgot what song. Oh, man. I had that. I this sounds amazing. Yeah, it was just all Saturday morning cartoon songs. Mm-hmm. Brian, Can I man. come back after listening to that and do an episode about that? <laughs> <laughs> you can do that on our sister podcast. Just yeah. songs. Just <laughs> bullshit-ass songs. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> man, count me in. Uh, so, Adam, what do you give that out of one to five? I was really disappointed. <laughs> uh, you can give a zero if you want. I'll, I'll give it a one because, I mean, he put time into it. So, <laughs> it made me feel like I could write children's books if you gave me some Adderall. <laughs> I could probably knock out about twenty of those in a day. <laughs> I mean, they only have to make a certain amount of sense, right? Yeah, have, have you ever you thought about, about writing like, children's horror? Me? Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. Especially after reading Stein, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gets, you, gets you in the mood. Yeah. I'm like, well, shit, this is easy. You know, uh, <laughs> it doesn't even have to make sense. You know, you know, Matt Shaw just started writing kids horror under. Oh, is he doing it? Yeah, yeah. I think he's doing is it, it under Mister Kids. Yeah, like I mean, like like R.L. Stein, but like he's yeah. doing it under like Mister. I think it's Mister E scares, like Mystery scares. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, because I, I don't. Think he's think... got like two of them out already, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't think they want the kids finding out, you know, that it's Matt Shaw and looking up his yeah. other books. Yeah. <laughs> well, now they know. Yeah, yeah, that would not be good. But, but yeah, I've always wanted to write them under HP. What was it? HP Hovercraft. Yeah. But, <laughs> but then I found out there was a band named that, and I was like, ah. oh, really? that's a good name. Of though. course, there yeah. is. Yeah, HP Hovercraft would have been a. It's got to be a shitty band, but oh good sure, they played one gig ten years ago and they just ruined my chances for that name. Because I could write terrible shit like this, because this evidently sells, right? No, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm turning right around and writing some shitty books. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think Earl Stein's like a multi-billionaire by this point, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Jesus, Empire. Yeah, that I mean, Nickelodeon money, man. Yeah, you just got to consider who's going to play you when you write yourself into a story. Also, and, Jack Black, and then yeah. like what's yeah, yeah. You got to like really, your whole career has to be for the purpose of one day Jack Black's going to play me. <laughs> That's and, how I've been living my life. Mm. <laughs> uh, That's how you know you're on the right track. Brian, <laughs> oh, yeah. you ready so, yours? Hey, hold on. So I'm going to excuse myself for a second, but don't be offended. I'll be back. Okay. Okay. So I did uh, Ghost Camp, right? Um, which you might guess from the title ends up having ghosts at a camp. Okay. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Okay. So it follows two brothers, um, Harry and Alex. Uh, Harry is the main character, and they're going to this camp called Camp Spirit Moon, which is also another, um, you know, on-the-nose reference that is probably going to have ghosts, right? Mm. Um, so it's it starts off weird. They're in a bus going to camp. 
but they're the only people on the bus except for the bus driver, right? And it makes a point to have the bus driver be like some sort of whacked out hippie, which is kind of strange. But anyway, so um, it also establishes the character traits that they're the brother, Alex, is a very good singer and has perfect pitch. He makes it explicit that he is that. Okay. So that's important for later. Right. So because the ghosts are singers. Kinda. At one point. <laughs> I ruined it. I'm sorry. I'm gonna turn on my <laughs> That was the big reveal. No, just okay. So they're going to Camp Spirit Moon. They get there and there's no one there. Right. And they're like, what's going on? Why isn't there anybody here? And then there's this like red haired camp counselor guy comes up and um, basically they're they're like, oh, everyone's gone. You're the only people. Right. But it turns out, no, it was just a steining because the people in the camp like to play jokes on new people. Right. But they make it explicit that it's the, the like near the end of camp. Right. And they only had to they, they could only go at this point because they were trying to get into this other camp and it was too late and stuff. So it's like, how often do kids not show up at camp to like the end to where it becomes a tradition to scare them? You know what I mean? It's like it's weird. And so there's this all this all this stuff. They have all these practical jokes that they play on new kids and stuff like inside of the um, the the camps like inside the bunks there's like puddles of liquid all over the ground and they're like oh it's a joke and you know they um what's the liquid I, it, 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 it gets into it later spoiler alert it's protoplasm <laughs> um that's what they call it which isn't even right it should be like ectoplasm but we, you know we're not gonna get into ghost physiology here but anyway so the, they're they're at the camp, right? And they're having this bonfire, right? To, to it's I don't know. They're cooking hot dogs and stuff, and um, they are the the, the main character um, Harry meets this girl named Lucy, right? And he's kind of you know smitten with her or whatever, and they are cooking hot dogs and his hot dog falls into the bonfire, right? And she's like, oh, I got it, and just reaches in to the bonfire and grabs the hot dog out, and like he's, and she's like, here you go, right? And she's like, on fire? <laughs> like, and, and he's like, uh, you're on fire. And she's like, oh, I didn't even notice. And like, um, and, think, and so it's like, like, you thought it was going to be a steining, right? Because she reached in and it was like, reached in and grabbed the hot dog, right? And then like the next chapter, it's literally just like, yeah, she was on fire. You know, and it's like, it, 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 and it was like, you know, there was no like, you know, double take or anything like that. And it was just like, you know, oh no, she's just on fire. No, no big deal, right? And so it, it was crazy. And so Lucy is all like, she, she like pulls Harry aside at one point because like she goes off into the woods or something. And like he, he, she's there and she's like, help me. Right. And then like the camp counselor guy, the guy who runs it, is like, you know, hey, kids, get back to the bonfire. We got to talk about these stories. Right. And it's like um, 
he, he tells the traditional stories of Camp Spirit Moon, right? And one of them is like, the kids go out into the woods to make camp, right? And they go into this clearing to make their camp, but they keep hearing this like kutunk sound, right? And it turns out that the clearing they were in was like the stomach of a sleeping giant and he eats them all. Right, what? and it's like that's a, yeah, that's a weird what? story, right? <laughs> that's a lot to shoehorn in. Yeah, yeah, they just—it's literally like it's a couple of paragraphs, and you're like, "What the hell is he even talking about?" Right? And then he tells the other traditional story, and it's the story of the ghost camp, right? Um, and it's about how these kids go to camp, and they go to a bonfire, and they sing songs and stuff like they just did, and they eat hot dogs like they just did, and then this fog comes down and kills them all. Right? That's the story. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and it's like, um, yeah, it, and so just everyone dies, and they're all spirits, <laughs> and they're trapped in the camp for all eternity. And that's their story, right? That's the story of the, the ghost camp, right? And right as he finishes the story, this fog comes down, right? And all of the other campers disappear, but Harry and Alex are um, are are still like there, and they're like, what's going on? And they're freaking out, right? Because everyone is gone. The fog lifts, and everyone's gone. And they're like, it, it's so good. Because that chapter ends, right? And he's like, you know, we're all alone, all alone in front of the dying fire, right? And then the next chapter picks up, and you think it's going to just be like, you know, oh, no, it turns out they were all just hiding behind the bonfire, right? And he calls it out in the story. He's like, I don't know what I expected. Did they all, Were they all just going to appear again, right? So it's a rare metastine. And he subverted it. Metastine, nice. Dang. Why <laughs> is you always get the metastinings? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I'm just better at picking them, I guess. But it goes on for a whole chapter talking about like how they're they're all like alone and you know um, trying to generalize like what happened and why they were um, you know alone and it was probably just a fog machine and whatever. And then the next chapter, they're like, "Hey, guess what? They were all just in the cabins." Right, so he still ended Dang, up doing a it. chapter long Steining. Oh. Yeah, it was just a delay. It was ridiculous. Dang. Okay, um, and I'm pissed so, off. <laughs> <laughs> but so he's in the he's in the you know thing, and he sees one of the kids like uh, floating Exorcist style above the bunk and um, all this stuff, and it turned you know, like, and then he's like, oh whatever you know um he wasn't really doing it and then they're at like mess hall the next day and that same kid jams a fork into his neck right like into his own neck and Mm -hmm. is like 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 look at you know like basically he said jumping up and down with a fork in his neck and stuff and right and they're just doing everything they can to freak out the new kids right and um there was no blood or anything uh camp counselor got mad at him or whatever but so it comes out <laughs> i mean it's, it's like yeah, it's like the the, the ghosts because you know they're ghosts come on right the the other ghost kids the other ghost kids right are are like just doing everything they can 
to mess with these new kids. Um, they're playing soccer, and the goalie takes a takes a ball to the face, right? And um, the Harry swears that it's uh, a decapitated head on the ground, like that it knocked his head off, right? And um, all, all this junk, right? But it turns out they're just ghosts, right? And they're they've been messing with them. And um, the girl Lucy tells them that they need to and like th- that she wants to escape because they're trapped there forever right and they can't go on to the other side and they can't live their life and she gets like really depressed you know like that scene in um uh return of the living dead with uh the zombie and she's all like depressed about having to eat brains right yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like that but a little girl ghost it's ridiculous right and um so she says that the only way to get out of the, the of the loop is to possess another person and let them take them out of the camp and then you can move on, right? And so um what what I haven't mentioned is the 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 brother has made friends with this other kid named Elvis. No um but he he has been specifically called out as not being able to sing. Okay, so the the opposite of, of his brother, right? So anyway, uh, Lucy is trying to get him to let her possess him and take him, and, you know, go away. And um, she, you know, she freaks the kid out because he doesn't want to like lose himself, you know, and be possessed by a ghost. And so him and his brother take off, and he's like, "Oh, they're ghosts." And, and his brother's like, yeah, I know. Elvis told me, right? And <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> and, and so they, they run off into the woods and they run into a clearing and get eaten by a giant monster. <laughs> oh, shit. So that was real, too. <laughs> yeah, that one was real, too. Dang. But, but it turns out then, because, uh, like, the, the kids basically defeat him, the monster thing, like the end of It, where they're just like, um, you know... Uh, our power of imagination. Yeah. You're is, nothing. Is, yeah, that's basically exactly what they do. They just hit him, right? And Dang. so he disappears, but it turns out it was also the ghosts doing it again, trying to get him, them to come back, right? And so at the end of it, um, he decides that he wants to let Lucy take him over so he can get her out of there, right? But the ghosts start fighting over him, right? And, and they're like, I want to possess him and I should possess him and blah, blah, blah. And they get into this big ghost fight and kind of just explode. Huh. Right? <laughs> like they, they're fighting each other. As and they, they do. Just, yeah, they just kind of pop. Right? And so um, Lucy's gone and he's like, all right, um, I guess that's you know not going to happen. Right? And uh, he... he they're they're walking off and they're like, all right, well, I guess we're we're done with the ghosts, right? <laughs> and they're they're gonna walk home, I guess. Um, but uh, his brother starts humming a song, right? And he's like, wait, what are you singing? And he's like, starts singing it, and he's terrible. And he's like, Alex, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, it's Elvis, right? And then Elvis is like, just don't tell anybody, okay? And that's how it ends. Nice. I, I thought they were gonna find out that they went to this camp where everyone's a ghost and they find out they're there because they're dead too. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. Way better fucking story. 
That's what I thought too. I thought like the bus at the beginning, because it was just them, mm. was you know like you know fairy to the underworld type thing. Mm. But nope, it was it was possession stuff. It's so it's pretty good. Yeah, it was actually was not bad. Um, I think maybe you it, won the the you know this whole round cool. of it. Probably. I mean, it was it was actually fairly decent. It had a lot of things that you expect was going to happen, right? Mm. Um, you know, from the very beginning. But uh, you know, I like the ones where, like, you know, like in this one, the brother was possessed at the end. Yeah. You know, so it's like, are they actually even gonna like? Is he gonna let him go? You know, or whatever. Um, but like, I don't know. It wasn't bad. It was all right. Out of five, what uh, do you give it? Three and a half, probably. Wow, that high! Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Two Whoa. in a row, or not in a row, but in yeah. one episode. That's, that's that's ridiculous. This is a pretty good, pretty good week for Stein. Man, well, <laughs> let me tell you about my um, Arl Stein story. Okay, <laughs> which is that um, I had. I don't even know if this is on the list. I just got. I just picked one randomly. Is that okay? Can I do that? Yeah, no, that's fine. The shocker <laughs> on Shock, Shock Street? Street. Yeah, yeah, shocker on Shock Street. Yeah, here's the thing. I didn't read it. <laughs> um, but I it's didn't. Got a good title. <laughs> didn't necessarily watch the episode so much as the first like 10 minutes and fast forward on YouTube uh, it starts out these kids are hanging out in like a costume not a costume shop but like they make masks like creepy masks and uh, and then they're like oh check this one out like how real it is right then it's real and it's like a real monster <laughs> and and you know that because you see its finger twitch, and I, that's just about as far as I got. And you know, <laughs> well, it got too spooky. I mean, you got uh, yeah, you know, it's, um, you just shit your pants you know. and stuff. <laughs> that's how you know when yeah, you so gotta stop. That's well, that's and also just the easy way to stop breathing. Uh, Earl Stein is you just shit your pants, and you're like you have an easy out. <laughs> so. That works I in got, a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's my go-to. So, um, so yeah, I made a mess, and uh, and then and then we started doing this. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and give it um, five mm, five out of five. Yeah, let's give it a five out of five stars. <laughs> wow, because, you know, yes. like it's sort of like what. <laughs> Wait, it's like what you don't see is what's scary. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so. <laughs> Stein is like that. He gets yeah. you. So, like, it's it's almost better if you don't read the book or or watch the episode. It's scary. <laughs> oh my god! So five out of five. Uh, <laughs> set a record today. <laughs> is that the first five out of five? I just for, for really Stein, absolutely. <laughs> want to thank you guys for letting me come and uh, be a part of this. <laughs> it's been, I've, I, uh, I'm ruining my friend's birthday right now. <laughs> I just kind of was like, 
Oh, I gotta do this. <laughs> so I peace out and uh, I'm doing this. Uh, but I, I do soon gotta rejoin the birthday celebration. But uh, that's mine. That was mine. <laughs> Shocker on Shock Street. And that Thank is. You. <laughs> that reminds me, there was a cracked. Uh, back in the day, like. 2010 or something cracked did like their failed goosebumps novels oh yeah those are good yeah and it was like the mask next door and, like <laughs> like the living mask or whatever <laughs> it was all mask related and for some reason yeah. i think all the characters names were warney and garen <laughs> <laughs> some made up ass names yeah, yeah warney and garen uh it's good stuff well yeah if you if you want to hop off to cover the episode we appreciate your input or if you want to <laughs> i'm so glad i had so much to contribute to this <laughs> hey it was it was good hanging out though i um i miss y'all so much and i'm so glad we got to do uh <laughs> a Google Hangout Hangout. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mostly why I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> but also I'd love to do this again and be prepared next time. Well next I'll time be prepared. Next time it also helps whenever it's like something that you wanna read and why. Like, like, like <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, just uh I've been busy with work, so much stuff to do. Um <laughs> So it kind of got past me, but next time I'm gonna be so ready. Nice. Well, yeah. I, uh, I got this book, uh, Chuck Tingle. Are you familiar? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hugo yeah. nominee, Chuck Tingle. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, just put out this book. Called, Is it the uh, Harry Potter one? Harriet Pober or something like that. <laughs> and uh, I haven't read it yet. But the cover's phenomenal. So yeah, you know the day after the VP debates, he had one with the fly. Yeah, <laughs> the day after, yeah. he has like pre-written like things, and he just like plugs in something and it changes all the names to like whatever. I don't know, Ryan. What's your take on Chuck Tingle? You. you think you, I, I? I am still. Oh, Ryan, sorry. Well, <laughs> well Ryan may have uh, some insight. We don't know. Yeah. No, I, I have no take on it. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Just just wondering. I'm not convinced he's a single person. Yeah, I'm thinking it's multiple people. I think it's like that that theory about Shakespeare. You know how it was a bunch of people or whatever instead of one. I think Chuck Tingle is a group of people. I, I would imagine mm. some Alex Shen shit. Yeah. I, <laughs> like yeah, I think he's a <laughs> interdimensional reptilian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, maybe he's really into uh, dinosaurs and yes, yeah, and pounding the butt. Yeah, yeah. sentient whatevers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I should I should get back to helping my friend celebrate his birthday. Well thanks, um, Rain. Thanks for coming yeah, on. Thanks for coming yeah, on awesome thank you so much for having you. me. I'm sorry for belling so early. Oh no worries. Uh but oh my god, this is so fun. Like 
So it's like I'm. I, it's good to see y'all. Yeah, it's good to see you. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'll. You know. Peace we'll, out. We'll do this again soon. We'll talk. Yeah. Right. Y'all have a good night. All right. You too. Bye. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Okay. So we do. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else are we doing? Yeah. That's good stuff. Okay. So, this was an episode. Man, I've had a lot to drink tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've killed off all the wine, and I'm on to just rum now. <laughs> uh, I, I was, like, laughing about... Because I'd had a couple before I came up here, and then when I went down to use the bathroom a second ago, I had to refill a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what, what, yeah. what were you drinking? Oh, just Shiner. Nothing. Nothing oh, crazy. Okay. Not rum. Good God. I'm no. dead. <laughs> we had some uh, 19, 19 Crimes wine. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. Um, the Snoop Dogg? Yeah, we went through two. Uh, we, we, so we started watching Sleepaway Camp on the Joe Bob's uh, Shutter show about. Because it's, you know, it's, it takes like three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started that at like. 6.30, we probably went through two bottles right before I got on with you. So that's, you know, it's four glasses. But yeah, so now that's gone, so I've moved on to the Captain Morgan here. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking professionals. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here drinking juice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, and when when you pulled it a second ago, I was like, I wish I had some fucking juice. <laughs> I do. I do have. I do have my my flask of whiskey right here. No, well, hey, Adam, are you drinking too or no? Oh, I got a whiskey diet, Doctor. Oh well, then join nice. us, Brian. We might as well. Might, might as well have everybody else doing it. Yeah, yeah. Peer pressure. Yeah, peer pressure got you. Have you guys played the Goosebumps video game? No. Which one? Wait, no one. The one where you're a superhero? Because I also haven't played. No, that. you're a kid. <laughs> you're a kid leaving school, and you have to go home, and it's just and it, it incorporates all the books. So, like, if you're walk you're walking through the woods to your house, and you encounter the beast from the east, and you have to figure out how to get around him, kind of a thing. No, what it's kind of. This is on Switch. My son, because my son likes Goosebumps, he's six. So I bought it for him on the Switch. And it's kind of a point and click kind of uh, thing. But it's kind of cool because it incorporates all the uh, villains from the books. And uh, yeah, it's it's not fun, but it's it's sort of interesting. (laughs) I, I like how, like, nothing. Goosebumps related is actually that good. No, <laughs> you know, you know, I, know. It's like, I mean, this has been just the social dare we have with ourselves. Like, there's no it reason really for has us been. to do Like, but it's like we read these books; they're not good. It's like you know, the episodes are not good. You're just like, it's a game. You know, it's like it's there. You know, it's like, yeah. well, I don't know. Like, it's my wife and I were talking about this the other day. Like, do you remember being? Being a kid and like the the book fair came to town. It was that time of year. Absolutely. At your school, and mm-hmm. then like you get these books coming in. The covers look badass. There's like some creepy dummy or some fucking Jack London shit on the front, and it's got that cool fucking font that everything's in the, the Goosebumps font. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like eight or nine years old. And you're like, this is cool as shit. And 
I guess by the time you get a couple years older and you start reading good books, you forget about how shitty it was. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get into like Stephen King and shit. Um, yeah, I, I completely forgot about how fucking terrible everything is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. Those books sounded better than mine, but uh, I was, I was there, disappointed. There's been a couple that are okay. You know, that still kind of retain, you know, their, how they were whenever I was a kid, you know, but a lot of them are just bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a I lot mean, of just terrible. The, the, terrible. Credit, the, the TV show fucking took me back. I uh, do the dog. That's like the best part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I'm actually getting to see now that my kid is in daycare. Like, she gets the scholastic book fair stuff. And it's cool to watch it through her eyes, you know, because she's like, she feels the, the way we did when we were kids. I'm like, Hell yeah! Like this, she she's not like hell, hell yeah, dad. Hell yeah! No, but she's all excited about all these books, and and it's really cool to see it through that. But it's also sucks now to see it from the parent angle of like so much money at the book fair. <laughs> but yeah, I still owe Chevy a dime from a book fair. You should pay it to him. PayPal it. See what happens. <laughs> PayPal him a dime. Yeah, no explanation. No, you got to do memo for Darkwing Duck book. That's what it was. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but well, uh, we doing the episode? Yeah. So this movie or this episode's basically the monkey's paw. Yeah, it's right? called "Be Careful What You Wish For," right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, okay. So it starts off um, with our with our protagonist uh, Samantha, right? And she's in. Um, uh, basketball practice, which is also just gym class for everyone else, mm -hmm. which I found weird because don't they usually like do that separately? Definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially since at one point in 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 the um, the 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 practice, right? She just leaves, like she just left practice to go like do something else in the gym. And it's like, I don't think you'd be able to get away with that because uh, she was like climbing that rope or whatever. But anyway, so um, she trips over a necklace, like an amulet. Well, well hold on. It starts <laughs> off with this girl named Judith doing some sweet basketball tricks. Do y'all remember that? She spins it around her waist twice and you knew she was the superstar of the, the, the Yeah, but team. she is not our hero. No, she's she's the bad guy. Yeah, she's very much the villain. Um, but so yeah, they they she ends up retrieving the ball, right? And then then yeah. she finds the yeah. She literally trips over some like mystic amulet in the middle of gym class. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> we've all found enchanted jewelry in gym class. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but then then it's like what she she's she goes out there right. Um. She or she has the amulet. She's walking home, and then she runs into um, an old, like, uh, a, a lady, right? Mm -hmm. um, a strange lady uh, well, with eggs. eggs well, hold on, hold purse. on. Not only she finds the amulet, then she climbs a rope. She straight up should have broken her ankle and had a concussion. Yeah. 
And Absolutely. everyone just starts ta- calling her a bird while she's <laughs> concussed. Well, but, that's her last name. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, she runs into that lady who, no shit, she's got fucking eggs in her purse. Yeah, what was up with that? What was that? What was that? <laughs> no, I one? mean, like... And she had weather, like feathers all over that shitty hat she was wearing. Yeah, it, it was, I don't know, it was just, it was unnecessary. But, but hold on, can I also sideline it once again? Oh, absolutely. That lady may have been the best actress I've seen in any Goosebumps property. Not yes. not the movies, but like the TV show. I mean, there is that episode with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, but still, he wasn't <laughs> good at that point in time. Yeah, no, no, he was not good in that. What episode. was it? He was in Say Cheese and Die, right? Say Cheese and Die. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the Ginger Snaps girl was in one too. What was, what's yes, uh, she was. Catherine um, Isabel. Yeah, it was in yeah. one of the episodes we watched. Actually, I thought. I don't know. I. I... <laughs> So yeah, yeah uh, the why. lady she she runs into, she makes her like, she asks her directions, but it basically was like an, an under and a bridge on the other side of town. Yeah, the, the lady asked Samantha. Yeah, the Samantha for the directions. Yeah, but she was, <laughs> yeah, not so anywhere she, near yeah. where she should have been. I, I just presume that that lady was offloading some of those obviously illegal eggs in her purse to some people you, oh, under the bridge. Do you think that they were like? Like turtle eggs or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I didn't get that far. I She's just, just smuggling turtle eggs. I in just the bad assumed side they were town? just random purse eggs. How it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So. So, so so the lady is like, "That's my amulet, right?" And and she's like, "Okay, here here you go. You can you can have it back, right?" And then the the lady just like. Gives it back to her. Yeah. Well, she's like, you're so nice. Here, you can have it, but also you get three wishes. And at that point, she thinks she's just crazy. She's like, well, I'm going to go. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not kidding. These wishes are real. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I want to be the star of the basketball team. She's like, "I'll here, go ahead and take she, she says, best player on the team. Yeah, and so she's like, here, take the amulet and think about your other two wishes. Yeah, and so she, she does the wish, uh, best player on the team, and then, surprise, surprise, Everyone else just sucks. Yeah, they played like the generals against the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just were like falling over nothing and like just tripping for absolutely no reason. Yeah, it was great. I mean, but but I mean, she technically was the best player on the team because she made like the only point. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> but yeah, they're so, teammates. <laughs> they're just like immediately like you cost us the game the other day, you dumbass bird. Yeah, I know. Like they, they immediately go after her, even though she was the only one that was doing well in this in this game. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um middle school girls are just mean. I guess so. Yeah. They were just like, You got a big ass bird brain and you cost us all the games. And then yeah. she's like, Why won't everyone just buzz off? And then everyone yeah. bust into flies. Yeah. yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So I was I was wondering about like because she said you know I wish everyone would just buzz off. Mm-hmm. How far do you think that went? Every, the whole planet. You think it was the whole planet turned into I flies? I imagine like just cars slamming into each other. And they, they had that. There was yeah. like wrecks and stuff. Yeah, dead, <laughs> dead, dead people. 
And and what's crazy though is like, all right, when they turned into flies, they they like flew off, like out into nowhere, right? The people on and like so- buses and stuff, but not the people in cars. Remember, because there was that weird slow ass montage where she was looking at cars, and it would be like flies on the window. But I mean, like anybody, if it's around the whole world, anybody who's outside is then all of a sudden flying around. Yeah. What happens when she does that next wish and turns them all back to normal? Are they just going to like fall out of the sky? No, Ooh. no. It's almost like it never <laughs> happened because the parents didn't remember any of it. Remember? Because she oh, did yeah, they do did the not. next wish. And it yes, was like it never they didn't happened. No, that they were flies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, dude, I love the slow-mo montage where she'd just go up to cars and be like, what? Like, uh, multiple <laughs> times, and then there's, like, bad CGI, like, 90s CGI flies flying at her. Oh, they, they were just, like, um, little dots. Yeah, They were, yeah. like, black dots. Um, my favorite one was she walked up to, I guess it might have been, like, her, like, kid, like, brother or something. I don't know. There was a fly on a tricycle, like, on the seat, and there was headphones around it, like the fly had been listening to headphones. <laughs> that was amazing. That was my favorite yeah, part of the whole by show. By that logic, why didn't the tricycle shrink too? Why would the tri- no? I mean, the the headphones were full full sized. Oh, my bad. They weren't fly sized headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what about every person that got suddenly caught in flypaper? Yeah. yeah, what about the ones eaten by fucking frogs and shit? Like, yeah, because they <laughs> this was planet wide. Like she caused a lot of deaths. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Like I guess if it just went back to normal, then then whatever the death. Yeah, then whatever. Happen. But that frog's okay. out of a meal. <laughs> <laughs> that frog's gonna die of starvation. Yeah. Um, but okay. So at this point, though, the the witch lady. Clarissa is her name, mm-hmm. right? Like, keeps showing up in between witches or wishes, right? And it's like, is it the amulet doing it or is it her? Because she talks to her about it and then she does like magic fingers. Well, also, and then that it happens. Lady, that, I feel like that lady and the amulet were kind of one because that lady didn't buzz off. She didn't turn into a fly. Yeah, she, she did. She was the only other person who didn't. Maybe this was like a and, thing situation. I th- I'd go one step further. I think that woman was going to eat her parents if she wasn't there. She did have them like yeah. in her fingers. She had stuff. little fly parents, and she's like, don't squeeze that. That's fly my parents. mom or my dad. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and but, so, anyway. yeah. So she's like, I want everything back to normal, but I want Judith to think that I'm the greatest, which why the fuck would you ever do that? I'd just be like, yeah, and I want Judith to ignore me. Yeah, we're just we're just, we're just like, back to normal. just back to normal. Why do you need yeah. a caveat? I don't know. Greedy, so then, greedy shit. <laughs> so then this episode basically turns into like middle school single white female. Absolutely, I got it in my notes. Judith gets all single white female on her. Oh, I wrote single white female too. Who else got it? <laughs> no, okay. No, just me and you. <laughs> so. But, yeah, it gets ridiculous. Like, yeah, it, she like goes to bed, and that woman, or woman, she's like twelve years old. <laughs> she pops out and is like in her bed with her, and she's like, "Hey, I've been waiting here for you." It's like, creepy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, what then? Like, she the bumps witch lady back sh- into the witch lady, and she's like, "Ah, I guess the witch's wishes didn't go as you wanted, but I'll give you one do over." 
Yeah. Like, come on, Stein. Come on, yeah. just commit. And so she gives her a do-over, and Judith, uh, like, Judith, her wish she, is like, I wish I'd never met you, but instead you met Judith. Again, why wife. is she bringing Judith into this? Yeah, just, and so Judith wishes that she was a statue, or no, she wishes that <laughs> she got, she got, uh, uh, like that everyone always everyone would gather around and admire her. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Look at that statue!" And you're just like a statue at the end, which yeah. I never would have guessed in a million years that that's how it ends. Yeah, you? No, that fucked with me. Yeah, I mean, not bad. <laughs> did you shit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say I didn't, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a. But it was the realest looking CG statue I've ever seen. Adam, what's your thoughts on this uh, the TV show? Uh, a lot of <laughs> annoying looking children. Huh? Uh, a lot of annoying looking children. Uh, yeah. It was the nineties. Uh, it was the nineties. A lot of white people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. A lot of dogs named Whitey. <laughs> it it made it better. Yeah, the, the stream of consciousness that the the books were in from like a ten year old girl was made better by just like cutting her thoughts out. That's not. <laughs> but there was a lot of shit in the book that was just like terrible. Like uh, this is one thing that I put in my notes. Like at one point she was like, "I sneeze a lot." Sometimes I sneeze. Wait, wait, wait. Did you read the book? Well, not that one. Not that oh, one. Okay. I was like, I'm oh, my God. <laughs> the, the things that are made better by it being a TV show versus a book. But at some point in Phantom of the Auditorium, uh, the character's like, sometimes I sneeze eight times in a row. My friend thinks I'm going to sneeze nine, but I always sneeze eight. One time I sneeze 16 times in a row. <laughs> it just sounds like a shitty story you're hearing from, like, at Christmas, from one, like one of your cousin's children that you don't want to fucking hear, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, one time I sneezed sixteen times. How did they know it wasn't two sets of eight? Because if they always sneeze eight, it's a right? question. So, so it's like, was there enough space in between them to where it would be <laughs> two sets of eight? That's what I want to know. I think that's the musician in. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Were they syncopated <laughs> sneezes? <laughs> yeah, what's the rhythm? Um, two measures double time? <laughs> what kind of effects <laughs> pedals do they have on that sneeze? I'm like, all right, that's a little too much. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I, I, I really think, though, that a lot of these... Um, these episodes are just... Even though, let's, let's be honest, they're terrible. Right? The episodes are bad. Um, but I think they are better because they're edited down. Like a lot of these goosebumps, if the, if 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 you took the goosebumps and you made them into a collection of short stories, like twenty five pages instead of one hundred and twenty, yeah, yeah, and you put like you know four or five of them in there, mm -hmm. I think they'd be much much better. Yeah, it's just the they drag on. The biggest problem with his stories that I know is that in the middle he just gets really repetitive, mm -hmm. and it's almost like he pads it. Let me oh, do the absolutely. same thing. Over. 
yeah, let me do it over and over and over and over again to meet the to meet the page count. Mm-hmm. And th- and then I'll throw in the ending. Yeah, you know. that's absolutely true. You know, um, I actually started reading to my five year old. He just wrote one of the Garbage Pail Kids books. Nice. And she she liked it, but then I read uh, I ran out of the Kindle sample, and I keep meaning to buy it, but it's like <laughs> ten bucks. So I'm like, eh, no, nah, I'm good. So <laughs> if she brings it up again, maybe maybe she'll get it. But I already got burnt on Scoob earlier this year. <laughs> you you know, uh, he recently did like a mini series of Man Thing for Marvel. Really? Did you hear about oh, that, Ryan? Right? No. Yeah. 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 I remember that. Um, it, I hear it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I got that. It got really bad reviews because one of the things like that that's like Man Thing is he's a you know basically he's a mindless emotionless monster. You know what I mean? Like that he doesn't talk or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he does is give him like quippy banter, mm. and it's like. It's 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 weird. Um, I've seen a little like, or I read a little bit of it, but it's it's bad. It's real bad. Right. I didn't read it because I saw the reviews early on, and I was like, "No, nah, I'll just skip it." Yeah. <sighs> and he he has him literally like in Hollywood making a man thing movie. Right. That's the plot. What was the what was the comic? Uh, didn't you recently get what? What was the comic? It was an indie comic, but didn't you recently write a story for one? Or am I making that up? No, uh, I did a story for Horrorgasm. There we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I was. I knew that I wasn't making that up, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's basically a creep show type anthology, mm-hmm. kind of a. It, it it was a it was kind of a startup property. They're up to like five or six issues now. Uh-huh. Um, they're doing okay for themselves. It's awesome. So, yeah, that's yeah, great. it was fun. It was uh, that was the, I, I'd had stories illustrated before, but I'd never had like a full comic done. Um, just you know, uh, to do to do a comic strip and strip and have it completely illustrated with sequential art. So that was that was really cool. I, I was really happy to be involved in that. Yeah, it seems really cool. Did you? Um, I mean, it, did you do it like, uh, like an actual comic book script, where you do like all the panel descriptions and stuff too? Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, we were we were given we had uh, I I forget the amount, but we were each told we had like twenty eight panels or whatever it was, and I was like, I need forty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, originally they came to me. F- I think I was first. So I had said, how many can I have? And I, I think they had said like 40. And then by the time they had gotten a couple more more authors on board, they were like, everybody needs 20. And I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> Got to so, cut out all the gratuitous sex scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it ended up working out really well. It was a, it was a great project in the, uh, the comments. I'll send you guys a copy if you want one. I have some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll take I'm Oh, gonna... I have a different address, though. I'll have to send you that now. Yes, yeah, yeah shoot, me, shoot me your address. I'll send you a copy. Awesome. But yeah, they're, they're doing well for themselves. Um, they're, they're up to, I think, like five or six now. And they've got a whole convention that they do here down in San Diego. Uh, kind of a horror convention, but it's hosted by Horrorgasm. 
So that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard the name um, like uh, on the on the comic sites and stuff like that, um, yeah. but I hadn't like yeah. I think seen it's... I've also haven't been to a shop in forever. <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, they're on Comicsology, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're on Comicsology, and they have the hard copies. And I I, I don't know the I, I I should know the website, but it's Horrorgasm. Just look it up. Google it. You know, that's what I was dot com dot net dot org. I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm that's sure awesome they, though. Yeah, that is super cool. I would definitely want to check that out. Um, yeah. All right, back to back to the story real quick. All right, Isn't it over? No, oh, is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> the existential ending bumps it up a notch. I'm going to give it a three. Eh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, I think it was, it was okay. You know, um, I think, I think it wasn't like necessarily a bad episode. Um, I think three is probably a fair rating. Okay. Adam, what you got? One out of five. For the one you just read? No, no. For that, for that episode. For be careful what you oh, wish for. The episode I watched, uh, two out of five, I guess. It was better than the book. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, the, the other one. The one where... I, I, think he, I think he just watched the episode. Oh, of okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I did. Oh, my 100%. bad. My bad, yeah. Okay. All right, Ryan, what do you give it? Uh, two. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think it's the Shiners that bumped it in the three territory for me. <laughs> I was feeling uh, generous. Uh, but, yeah. Well, cool. Well, that that possibly concludes uh, Spooky Month for 2020. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably. We're not, we're, not, <laughs> we're not sure if we're going to do two episodes since it will go into November. And this is our first this episode. Long one. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, well, do you guys got anything you want to like? Yeah, we are plug thing to plug. Captain Morgan Rub. Let me <laughs> tell you. <laughs> yeah. Are y'all doing uh, uh, two dads and a millennial? Uh, yeah. I mean, are y'all doing it? It seems like it's regular now. Yeah, we're on a regular schedule. We just did an episode this week about um, shitty jobs we've had. That was really fun. And then next week's episode is going to be about pet peeves. That oh, was nice. So, yeah, that's Two Dads and a Millennial. Is that my plug? Two Dads and a Millennial. It's on iTunes, and I don't know where else you can get it. Somewhere. And, and this is just <laughs> a, a selfish question, which I believe that has already been asked of you on Two Dads and a Millennial. What are we looking at as far as uh, output uh, for writing? <laughs> I know that All right, Anthony so, is helping you do yeah, one, right? Anthony, Anthony has been amazing. He basically helped me finish Hissers 3, which is like, at this point, it's like four years in the making. Um, but it's, So it's done. I've been going through it a little bit every day to get it edited. And then the next thing is Roger Huntington 4. Oh, I can't wait. So, yeah, once History's Three is out, which should be very, sh- very soon, then Roger Huntington Four, 
And then I think Anthony and I are going to do a project together. Actually, Anthony and I were going to do a project together, and Brian and I are going to do a project together. So there should be two projects coming up after Roger 4. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, I actually just recently on a whim reread half of, and probably will finish, but reread half of Scars of the Broken. I was like waiting for a call in here, and I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> And just started reading, and I was like, all of a sudden, I'm like 120 pages in. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. Neat. And you missed your call. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, call never came. I was like, fuck this book. (laughs) I was mad at the book. (laughs) No. No, yeah. Well, thank you. No, yeah, I can't wait to see where it goes. It's uh, interesting. Adam, you got anything to plug? Any music or any... Thing else? Uh, so we'll have some last ride in stuff shortly. <gasps> uh, really? Like new last ride in? So we've got, I, I would say we've got about eight songs done in GarageBand. Nice. Um, so all we have to do is find a drummer, and that's not going to be that tough since we have all the drums written for them already. So it's just, <laughs> hey, learn this shit, motherfucker. Uh, so. That is what it is. It is not that mean. The drummer, they've got big egos. They don't. They shouldn't get to write all their own parts anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but that, and uh, if you want pizza in Austin, Texas, man, stop by Spartan Pizza. Got a pizza shop that I'm cooking at. Nice. Four days a week. Nice. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but is it good pizza? It's fantastic food. There you go. Uh, I, uh, yeah. yeah. I just don't like cooking. Nice. <laughs> I'd rather do all the other shit. But, uh, yeah, man, that's it. Awesome. So, where can people go if they want to find Last Right In or pizza or whatever? Uh, <laughs> Sixth Street or Bandcamp. Uh, Google Bandcamp Last Right In. Uh, Give us about three months to get all that stuff up, though. So. Dude, I is any of the wait. old stuff up there? What's up? Yeah, is any of the old stuff up there? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, all the old stuff is there, which Craig recorded. Yeah, everything. Those were like uh, the funnest for, albums. Uh, those and our album and Black Math were like the like everything else was like I wanted to make money, but y'all and Black <laughs> Math and and our band. Was just like, oh, let's fucking hang and let's drink beer and let's watch have little fun. marines. Actually, I think I don't think we ever drank beer during. Uh, we were during... seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I don't think we ever drank during our experience. I remember, man. Okay. Uh, like we all drove in from Houston or, or from Austin separately. You yeah. did John's drums and then. Yeah, I, I don't did bass, and then I came in and did guitars in a short period of time, and was like, yeah. "I gotta get back to work in this shitty hotel." And uh, yeah, it was a uh, weird recording session, uh, or that whole album, because I don't think like John was in and out, and you were in and out, but Rain yeah. was there for like the mixing and vocals and bass, obviously. Half of that album is fucking amazing, and then every time I listen to it, I'm like, man. 
my guitar parts were so fucking shitty. <laughs> oh, I, I think it, I love that album. But Wash <laughs> Up, or I'm sorry, uh, Wake Me Up or Put Me Out, it is a tighter album because it was so combed over, over and over and over and over. You know, but like... Did we work on that for like six months? Longer. Months? I think it was nine. Nine or ten. It was a long fucking time. I remember it started with you billing us hourly, and then after like two or three months, it was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just toss me whatever. Let's hang out and like go get food and shit. Like Our, yeah. our senior year was just spent driving to Santa Fe after school <laughs> and then just hanging out at your place. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely remember that. Uh, yeah, it, that was probably my funnest album just because of that. Like, there were so many times that, like, I remember one time there was, I was like, dude, I got this idea for your guitar. And you were, like, like thinking about the hours and shit. And you're like, I don't fucking know about that, man. Like, just trying to be like, and I'm like, yeah, I got this, like, idea. It was, like, uh, the end of... Uh, Less than sober, where it kind of goes in that like, and it's kind of lo-fi sounding. I was like, just give give me a second. You'll be off the clock. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just want to do this one, and you're just looking at me like so fucking annoyed. Oh, I mean, I didn't think you were, but I I get where you're coming from. We we worked with this guy Joe Danger, who would be like, bro, I got this idea, and then just like go off and like do raviolis but we're paying $50 an hour like it was way too much (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like what was your fucking idea we were on the clock how long did it take to get this spaghetti (laughs) and and we were recording to tape yeah and it was like freaking expensive (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was so crazy and expensive and so like I, I totally got it but yeah, I I do remember thinking like, man, Adam thinks I'm a dick for this, but whatever. I got this idea. Let's do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Nah, that was a great album. That was fun as shit. Did, I can't wait for the next one. Have you listened to uh, any of the uh, Road to the Skeleton Coast with the Lawrence Arms? No, uh, I, I yeah, Brendan Kelly. No, I haven't. Is it good? Are you a fan? Are you a fan I mean, of I Lawrence love Lawrence Arms. So. I guess like right around the start of the pandemic, uh, they were going to release a new album called Skeleton Coast. So he started doing like this interview podcast with this dude. He's kind of a dork, but he's he's fun to listen to. Uh, Tim Crisp. But it's called, the podcast is Road to the Skeleton Coast, and they just do deep dives on album after album from like his shit. Uh, it starts with the Lawrence Arms, but it goes to like Broadway and slapstick shit like that, and. Uh, on Oh Calcutta, they do like a fucking five part, like ten to fifteen hours. Really, on that album, and like we we listened to a good bit on the way to Colorado, and I was telling telling my wife Rachel about the the weird shit that we would do at your place, and about how like by the end of it, once you had that recording space, we were finishing the album, like. It was just like, cover me in blankets. I'm going to uptune my guitar and just make noise and try to break guitar strings. And the blankets are there to stop me from like breaking, hurting yourself, stabbing me in the eye. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what song, God, uh, Every Wasted Moment. Like, I was like, man, I mounted these. 
god, it's so stupid. But I was like, yeah, I mounted these uh, these mic these mic stands that are in uh, coffee coffee uh, coffee cans. Coffee yeah, cans. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, let's do that, and let's mic the monitors, and and it's just obviously terrible feedback because I'm miking live monitors <laughs> till I finally killed that. But and I was like, yeah, let's do that, and so like, it did work with like that snare drum to get like that one snare sound uh, and, and a little bit of the vocal, but like. I, afterward, as soon as y'all left, I'm like, because I don't know. At this point, I'm probably what 21 or so. I'm in college, and y'all in high school. And I'm like, man, they probably think I'm a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> like, like, I spent my afternoon like drilling holes in coffee cans <laughs> for this idea. <laughs> <laughs> y'all definitely were like like a lot more experimental like on i mean y'all were down for whatever but like y'all in the in crowd were probably the most like y'all that y'all let me fuck around on experimental bullshit with the in crowd literally like i named half their songs <laughs> <laughs> they, they were real big into taking back sunday and one of their songs what was it one of them one of their songs was fucking uh i was like oh y'all should name it like quite without the e i quit the team just as a joke about that cute without the e and they're like that fuck yeah they <laughs> did it no, my, my favorite is balls uh, on hot balls, balls on, on fire, fire hot damn. damn those are some balls on fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they let me name that song. Yeah, so, yes. <laughs> yeah, those were fantastic times. But, yeah. No, I cannot wait. Absolutely can't wait for the... Uh, to hear a new Last Right In song. Definitely. It's been way, way too long. So I, th- that uh, live stream was probably my f- favorite part of the... Uh, the best part of the pandemic so far was y'all seeing y'all's live stream. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched it and I wasn't totally disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Like the day before we were practicing just like trying to get everything in line and we didn't come up with that fucking drum thing until the day before. And then it was like, well, we just took a whole bunch of Adderall. Let's, uh, let's just create all these drum tracks. So then we spent like eight hours making all the drum tracks that we used. And, uh, I think it was for the better, because we were more on time than we were. It would have been a fucking disaster. <laughs> but, uh, I'm glad it was fun, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. I didn't was, I didn't even, like, I was watching on my TV, and I barely heard the drums at all. And I was like, I wonder really? if they if they know that I can barely hear the drums at all. <laughs> like, not me specifically, <laughs> but, you know. Uh, I mean, we even put, like, fart noises in his drum beats at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it might be for the best <laughs> so this yeah well yeah check them out at, uh, on, I think it's probably lastrightin.bandcamp.com if not just search last right, er, last right in on Bandcamp like you said yeah. but alright well thank y'all yeah, both like, so like, much we didn't, we didn't get uh, like where people can find Ryan either <laughs> Ryan uh, RyanCThomas.com is, uh, <laughs> that's easy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it works. Yeah. If All I right. 
if I went out and bought one of your books tomorrow, oh, definitely. What should I buy? What is your? Uh, I mean, I can tell you tell you my most popular books versus what I think is good. <laughs> I want what you think is good. I'm gonna probably I, I, side with the most popular book. Yeah, I <laughs> I guess the summer I died is the one everyone likes. Um, I don't think it's my best written book, but that's the one that everyone seems to really love. So I like the sequels. Um, I I think the sequels are fantastic. I, I like the single the sequels better than than the first book. I, you know, I this, do. This is, this is how we met because I didn't like the first one at all, and I gave it a bad review, and then he came yeah. in on the on the podcast, I love and that was like three o'clock by the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I readily admit that I, you know, that first book, I, I don't hate it, but it's certainly not my best written book. The sequel, so. the sequels I liked a whole lot. Um, I have thought about going back and rereading it because I think maybe I was a little unfair because it was also one of my first like splatterpunk experiences. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I don't think you're unfair. I, you know, that book's very polarizing. Some people love it. Some people absolutely hate it. I think yeah. mine and was unfair. With- uh same with the sequels some people want more of the same in the sequels and i Mm -hmm. didn't i did not want to do more of the same in the sequels you know so yeah i like i I like that uh uh scars of the broken has a b movies and ebooks uh pull quote (laughs) that's right (laughs) yeah no, yeah, no, I love where it went. Uh, in fact, it, Adam, I'll tell you, if you read the first book, you're not going to guess where it goes. Like, <laughs> well, not. Well, I mean, just in tone, you know, it, yeah. they're different, way different. The the books. Now, the first one is balls to the wall, like uncompromising, offensive, fucked up horror, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pushing. It just pushes the limits because that's where I was at at the time. How old were and, you and, when you wrote that? Uh, twenty five. I'm forty five now, so this is almost twenty years ago now. Um, yeah, and then and then the sequels are more about changing that up, you know. Yeah. So so I guess if you read this the first the summer I died and you hate it, try the sequel because it's totally different. Mm. Right? <laughs> right on, man. Yeah, those are fantastic. I still haven't read any of the Hissers. I need well, to. Hissers 3, um, the goal was to have it out by Halloween. Obviously, we fucking failed miserably. Um, and that's on me, not on Anthony. Anthony did a bang-up job. So I'm hoping for sometime right after Christmas to have that third book out. Nice. And then that's it. I'm fucking done with this trilogy, man. I've, I <laughs> hate it. <laughs> How many Roger Huntington books do you think there'll be? Well, I, I could write Roger forever because I love his character. Uh, I didn't. The problem with the Hissers books was that I really liked the first one and I, I thought it was pretty good. And then uh, I wanted to continue the story, and that was my mistake. <laughs> you know, sometimes stories just need to end where it's good, you know? Yeah, where they naturally yeah. end. Yeah, we don't always need a, a sequel to a great movie, you know. 
And mm -hmm. and that was my mistake is that I painted myself into a corner, but then I, I'm such a completist, I needed to finish it. So I hear what you're saying, but I'll raise you a porkies too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go porkies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now that uh, that's I I really, really want to check those books out. I don't know why. There's so many books to read. I know that this isn't yeah. what you want to hear as an author. <laughs> There's so many damn books. Well, well, here's the question, because you guys are musicians. I used to get off tour. I'd be out for three weeks on tour, and I'd come home, and the last fucking thing I wanted to do was listen to music. But when I would go hang out with friends, they'd be like, why don't you like music? And I'm like, because I just did it every day. And I equated it to like, a mechanic doesn't want to go to work every day and then come home and work on his car. Does that make sense? You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, do you guys feel that with music or podcasts? Like, do you guys want to like do this when you're not working at it? I mean, I, I, you know, I still do music for a living. Right. And right. I don't listen to a lot of music at all. Like right. to be so honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, occasionally I'll get through like, you know, uh, it, it'll kind of ebb and flow. You know, sometimes I get really into the mood and I'll get like on a kick in something and I'll, and I'll, uh, you know, listen to a bunch of stuff. But most of the time I don't listen to anything. Um, you know, I'll reading is my, you know, escape from, from doing the music or, you know, it'll be like a book or a comic or something like that. You know, something that's completely unrelated, but Yeah. So, I mean, I, I totally get it, you know. Adam, what do you think? I I was never – say we'd go on tour for a couple of weeks. We used to tour about twice a year, and, like, it never stopped. Um, I'd say the only thing that, that kind of changed things was – I don't know. Getting into podcasts kind of fucked things up for me, but – I think part of it was just getting older and not having the energy to find new music the same way I used to. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like playing music and being active and meeting other bands and shit, um, most of what we were listening to back whenever we were playing a ton was our friends' bands. Yeah. Yeah. Once that yeah. kind of ended, it was just like, I don't really want to pay attention because. Am I just going to listen to the fucking new Menzingers album or something? You know yes. what I mean? It's just, yeah. I don't, I feel like music changed so much in the last 10 years. Like, I don't even know how to find new shit anymore. Yeah, and I can see that. I'm kind of the same out. way. I listen to a lot of old, old shit. And every once in a while, I'll find new stuff or listen to like a new album by a band, an old band. But I also have never considered myself a musician in any way, so that's why I kind of deferred to y'all. <laughs> like, like I'm, I was into punk rock, and I sung, and I played bass, but and I can write songs. But really, the only thing that I like, I was good at recording, but I wasn't really like I've never ever considered myself like a musician at all, and so like. We didn't even consider ourselves a band. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'll put it this way: 
the last. Well, that's a bad example because we, I played we were these a today. Taco Bell Appreciation Club. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> basically Taco Cabana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the uh, no, like we we a few years back. I, I guess the last show we played was probably four years ago, something like that. And then before that, like two years before that. And I didn't touch the bass once between those two shows. <laughs> it was just like, whatever, man. Like, I've never been. I, I enjoy writing songs and I enjoy playing songs, but I don't. Like, someone asked me, uh, uh, this, this friend of mine asked me, like, yeah, blah, 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 putting together like a covers band. And I was like, I don't know many covers. <laughs> like, I know, the, I know the songs I wrote and that's it. <laughs> like, and he's like, how the fuck did you learn? How? Like, I don't know. We wrote those songs, and that's why I learned them. <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes, sometimes my kids are like, oh, yeah, do you know how to play this song? And I'm like, no. Because it's like we didn't do, like, we did, like, we did bikeage. Yeah, we did, right? like, a couple like, of Descendants. We did. Some no effects and Descendants covers, and that was it. Yeah. And Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, just so we could tease, like, at the time, Papa Roach was big, and we'd be like, you guys like Papa Roach? And they're like, fuck yeah, and we were like, here's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and just like, just a dick, just to be dicks, because it wasn't near Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we We never played that live, though. Yeah, we never once played that live, but yeah, Thunder Rolls. I yeah. think I might still have that can of dog food that you guys made. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian's got one. He's pulling Does it Brian out. It? I got one in my garage. Yeah, that- this is this is one of the. Yeah, this is one of the dog food ones. Yeah. <laughs> there were some that were soup, right? Or yeah, no? the first batch was soup, and then the second batch was dog food. It weirded me out that people bought those. Yeah, no. <laughs> in novelty soup cans. <laughs> so bizarre. Did they know it was dog food? No. Because um, it, it's, you know, it looks the like the cover of our album. Soup, right? And, yeah, uh, and so, like, we did that, and my mom was at the grocery store because we lived in a little town, right? And she was, like, you know, grocery shopping, and she overheard somebody. Like the these like two girls talking to each other, and she's like, and I opened it up, and it was dog food. And she was like, yeah, she's like so bad about it. And my mom just like laughed and walked away. Oh yeah, because we found the dog food at like a heavy discount, right? Yeah, the dog food was uh, like from a uh, from a dollar store. It was like a case of dog food, and it was like two bucks. And so we're like, well, that's way cheaper than soup. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> that and a little so, bit of label paper, bam! Got yourself a recipe for twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I—that was a whole lot of inside baseball. Yeah, <laughs> like straight up forty minutes of like just superfluous shit. I hope you guys like goosebumps. <laughs> That's the Patreon shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we should have thought about that. All right, we're out. We'll we'll be back next time. <laughs>